So today we're going to talk about my love of food and the difference to me between food and food-like items. Um, I, I also run a, a I, I do a blog on food, and so I'm kind of sticking with that same theme that I put on my WordPress blog today. Um, it's okay to eat. So that's number one. And I know that sounds really, really you know, childish and, and silly of a statement. Of course it's okay to eat. But I know that when I weighed 340 pounds um, at five foot, one inch tall as a woman, I, I didn't think that it was okay to eat, even when hungry. And I remember being, um, meeting friends at a restaurant and us ordering our food. And I, I felt shame even ordering I remember when the, the waiter or waitress would come over to take my order, and especially if I was with a friend that um, didn't seem to have any obvious weight problems, when it came time to take my order, I automatically felt like a sense of shame and that, whether real or imagined, that the waiter or waitress was judging me, no matter what I would order. Um, I remember obsessing and, and just in that, that few minutes it takes to, for them to take your order, I remember thinking like either way, if I order, say my friend ordered, uh, you know, like shepherd's pie or I don't know, um, anything really, something that came with french fries or just whatever, whatever they would order, I felt in that few seconds, if I ordered a, a dish that was similar, I would be judged because you're too fat to get what that person's getting. But I also remember, remember having the thoughts that if I ordered like a salad, even like a house salad with dressing on the side, like a fat-free dressing on the side, that again, that waiter or waitress would be judging me, oh, the fatty's got to order something, you know, off the light menu. And I remember just never feeling like a normal person that I could just go out to eat with a friend and just have a meal without having some form of anxiety. Um, I, remember, I remember also, you know, especially like going out to eat, you know, do I leave a little bit on the plate? I should probably leave a little bit on the plate. I shouldn't actually act like I'm enjoying my food or finish off my plate because I, you know, I'll just look overweight or, or playing the game like, oh, I'm full. I'm going to take the rest to go when I like truly was still starving, but I didn't want to look like a glutton. And even if my friend was eating all their food and maybe par part of mine too, I always felt like I had to show this restraint that I truly didn't feel. And the truth of the matter is, at 340 pounds, there were times when I went out with a friend and I would get a restaurant-sized meal and I would order something, like I'd order an appetizer um, instead of a full meal, thinking somehow I was doing something right because it was a smaller size or ordering a child-sized portion of something um, and leaving the restaurant absolutely starving and as soon as my friend was gone, like going straight to the fridge or straight to the cupboard and like eating a whole second or even third meal. I, re I remember vividly doing that and just all the shame and the stuff that goes along with that. Um, and I, I, I want to talk about there's no shame in eating 
real food. Um, when I was 340 pounds, there was shame always. Even when I first began learning what real food was. When I say real food, I mean whole foods. Uh, I am a plant-based vegan. I'm very proud of that. But I, I, I'm not pushing that. I don't have an agenda to push that. Um, it has worked for me, but I'm not like the vegan police. Um, if you ever meet my husband, he is. I am not. Um, I, but I do know that it works for me. And I am, I am a big fan of find what works for you and do it. But I will advocate that everybody needs more fruits and veggies. Everybody needs more whole foods, um, grains and nuts and seeds and, and good stuff in their diet. Um, I do advocate for that. I just find that a strict vegetarian diet is what has taken the weight off for me. It's what makes me feel like I have tons of energy and I could take on the whole world. Um, I, can, um, I can do it all. And I feel that way since I switched over to this diet. And I have been a vegan for over 10 years now. And it has completely changed my life. Is it solely responsible for me losing 160 plus pounds? Um, no. I put a lot of sweat and tears into losing that weight as well. But it is definitely one of the biggest contributing factors of me losing this weight and keeping it off. But what I want to talk about is letting go of the shame of eating and recognizing that it is a biological drive to eat. Um, our bodies were created in a miraculous way. And our brain and our digestive systems tell us it's time to eat. Um, that, that has been that system that was designed to work so beautifully, became broken at, at some point for so many of us. And we no longer know the difference between emotional hunger and true hunger. And we use food um, as a crutch. We use food as a lover. We use food as a friend. Um, food then becomes an enemy and so on. And we also use food-like items. We live in a crazy, busy world. Um, we're all running here, there, and everywhere. And we've got, you know, we've got... Uber Eats and Grubhub and, you know, they're, they're going to bring it right to your door. You don't even have to, like, step outside your door if you don't want to be bothered with stepping outside your door. Now, a lot of us are really, really busy, and I understand, you know, there's people that work 60, 70 hours a week, and they, uh, they, they want that food fast, but I, I have to laugh because, and, and I mean no disrespect, but I have had people tell me that it is too difficult to um, eat whole foods. It's easier for them to have McDonald's or uh, grab something already made from a grocery store or whatsoever. And, and I'm not trying to give anyone a hard time here, but I've been a, a vegan for a long time and I have a strict uh, f food budget. And it is, it is pretty darn easy to open up a can of kidney beans that all that is in there is water and kidney bean. And because uh, you can get it without salt, <laughs> you don't even need salt in that can. And you can drain those beans and throw it in a bowl. And you can add, you know, some pre-cut romaine lettuce or, or, or kale or whatever. And uh, 
maybe a little splash of lemon juice or seasoned rice vinegar or nothing. And, you know, that that's food to me. I know that isn't food to everybody, but it has become food to me. That's a meal to me now. Um, so I, 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 I do debate with you strongly that it is not time-consuming to get more fruits and veggies in your diet. It takes more time to go to a convenience store and buy a candy bar and unwrap a candy bar than it does uh, to me to, to grab, you know, some grapes <laughs> or a banana or an apple. It just, I, I just think it's a mindset. And once you make that switch in your mind that I'm going to eat real food, and I'm going to eat food that's going to be a benefit to my body and not a detriment to my body. And you make up your mind because it all begins in your mind. Once you make those decisions, you're well on your way to healing your relationship with food. And I think that um, anybody can get a hold of this. There's nothing special about me. I was a 340-pound, morbidly obese, glutton, food-addicted human being. There is nothing special. I do not have any more willpower than anybody else. I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I got sick and tired of what I saw in the mirror. I got sick and tired. I had gastroesophageal reflux disease, otherwise known as GERD, otherwise known as bile in your mouth. Um. I got sick and tired of feeling like that. I got sick and tired of getting out of breath when I was walking up and down stairs. I got sick and tired of um, heart palpitations because I was carrying so much weight on my body and I would lay in bed at night and I would have to sleep elevated with a pillow to keep from choking on my own um, acid from my stomach. I got sick and tired of having to live on Tums and Rolaids um, to, to quench that fire in my gut. I got sick and tired of going into a department store and trying to find clothes that would fit and somehow, somehow look attractive in them. I got sick and tired of the looks that I received from people, the names that I, were, that I was called. I got sick and tired of making doctor's appointments and just seeing my blood pressure and my cholesterol go up and up and up and my waistline expand and expand and expand. I just got sick and tired. I got sick and tired of feeling shame 24-7. And I decided to explore what food was and what food could do for my body. And I, I got my hands on a whole bunch of books and documentaries. And, you know, the news isn't good. If you study, most people that lose weight will gain it back. I'm going to be totally honest with you. If you go on a diet, a short-term, quick-fix diet, more than likely you will gain it all plus some back. Because diets are not meant to work. The diet industry counts on them not working. That's how they get their money. It is a business. If you learn how to fix your relationship with food for the long haul, and you learn how to redefine what food is and what it is supposed to be used for for your body, I believe you have a great chance at success. I know it. 
um, I've maintained and kept off 160 pounds now for four or five years or more. I'm still losing. I still have about 38 pounds left um, off of my original goal to lose. I 100% know that I will get there. I'm not in a rush to get there. I am the tortoise. I've done this slow. I've done this healthy. I've done this uh, while enjoying food. I do not starve myself. I will not starve myself. I absolutely love to eat, but I have no shame around it now. Um, I, when I'm done with this podcast, I'm probably going to sit down with a big, huge bowl of cantaloupe, and I'm going to go to it because I've got that little gnawing feeling in my stomach and in the back of my throat um, reflecting true hunger. And I suggest that you learn and you read and, and maybe I'll do another podcast on true hunger versus emotional hunger because they're very different signals. Um, true hunger will be satiated with a piece of fruit. True hunger will be satiated with a, a, a cucumber or um, some kale. Emotional hunger is not going to be satiated with an apple or a banana. It's going to crave salt and sugar, grease, fat, um, sweet, beyond fruit. And so those are two very different things. And once you learn and you study um, about the body, and once you learn to make peace with what food is and what food isn't, and why we eat and why we don't, once you're ready to face your demons concerning food, then you will see real change happening. And it will be exciting. And I'm excited for you. I want to go on this journey with you so badly. I want... I want to see you succeed so badly. I want to see us all win this battle over food. Um, We live in a society and we live in a world where I think sometimes maybe we're not rooting for each other. I think sometimes we uh, are so used to seeing bad news and bad things happen to people that we have forgotten how to applaud one another and I just applaud you for, if you listen to this podcast, I applaud you for listening. I applaud you for taking the time to do something for you today and to take some time to learn how to heal your relationship with food. Um, If you're hungry, if you're truly hungry, I just hope you eat. And I hope you eat well. And I hope you live well. Take care.